Hello, this is Jane Stavum, Superintendent of the Sioux Falls School District, and this is our podcast. Join us for an audible look inside the Sioux Falls School District, where we'll put a spotlight on the people, places, and practices of our district. Well, hello everybody, this is Jane Stavum, Superintendent of the Sioux Falls School District, and we have yet another podcast in store for you, and we have a real treat today because I actually have three people sitting with me, three very talented people, and they have found a way to bring all of their talents together. So I want to welcome Robin Starks Holcomb from Roosevelt High School who does all of the work with our choral programs and the great music that comes from our singers at Roosevelt. And then I have with me the supremely talented Shelby Wright, who is a big part of this whole picture, but we'll get to that in just a minute. But Shelby, the last few days are ahead of you, of your senior year. How are you feeling about that? Pretty good. <laughs> she doesn't look too Excited. disappointed. That's good. I thought maybe you'd be a little bit sad, but I understand. I will be when it comes. <laughs> it, it comes sooner than you think it's uh -huh. going to, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing, though. And then we have with us Kyle Peterson. And Kyle, you are a very talented musician as well. Thank you. And got brought into this whole project, but we'll get to that too in just a moment. So I want to walk us back in time um, as part of being a new superintendent and just my regular gig as well, but this year it was as a new person walking the halls of Roosevelt. Um, I wandered back into the fine arts area and looked in the glass display case along the way and I said, wow. Look at that piece of art that's in there. And Robin, you proceeded to tell me about the whole thing. So tell me what it was that I saw in that glass display case. Um, what you saw was uh, a very important collaboration and commissioning project and, and the hearts of 65 humans who love to sing mm -hmm. about halfway through its metamorphosis. Early on in the school year, right at the end of the summer, really, I got a text message from a very proud father um, with a painting, a, a picture of a painting in it that Shelby had done as a, it was a different painting, a self-portrait at the end of the summer that was kind of her oil and acrylic on cardboard journal, mm. personal journal entry. Um, and it was a self-portrait with so much emotion and passion, I think summing up how she had felt mm -hmm. since quarantine and the political unrest and the racial tensions in the country and everything going on. She, she dug in, she learned about the issues, um, and she created this beautiful painting. And as I studied it, I first was trying to decide how do we incorporate this into the classroom, and I thought, oh wait, we're not in the classroom mm -hmm. this year. We're not auditorium. Point, we're still no out. one will yeah. see it. Um, and I, I usually do my best driving to work in the morning, or my best thinking as mm -hmm. I'm driving to work in the mornings. And I, one morning, I finally thought, oh, if that's where Shelby is at, that's that's where all of these human beings are at. Mm -hmm. And I thought, she is wise beyond her years. She is talented and mature beyond her years. Thank I am you. going to put a responsibility on her of interpreting 65 personal journals into one collaborative concert choir painting. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what you saw. Yeah, so Shelby, as I walked by it, it was this 
thing that kind of comes to life in, in I think a way that's not typical of a lot of art because of all those perspectives. And just to give people a little bit more context, this is kind of the embodiment of many experiences around COVID and just kind of what the world is doing around us. And I think one of the most important things that I thought of at the time and that we constantly have to remind ourselves as adults is that kids have their own unique experiences as they're walking on the face of the earth right now. And as much as we do a regular routine in school every day and we have you know, bells that ring and kids that go to different classes, there's a lot of time that happens outside of the classroom. Kids are watching the news, kids are listening to all the adults around them and are still having to process the complexities of the world that are hard even for adults. And so Shelby, when I saw your art, I wondered how you did what you did. So tell us a little bit about how you invited your classmates to participate in this and how you felt as you saw each of their interpretations and then bringing that to life in one work. Tell us about that. It was Mrs. Holcomb's idea to um, incorporate my peers into the project and I was really honored to be um, gifted the opportunity. So we actually sent out something called a Google form where um, we have like questions and they write written responses to the questions posed and we asked things such as, um, what does 2020 felt like, looked like, sounded like to you? What were your high points? What were your low points? And people used that as a um, journal to vent and become very, very vulnerable. and. Mm -hmm. It was really eye-opening to see what everybody was going through. Um, so as we invited everybody into the project, we were inviting this big <laughs> onslaught of just um, emotion and all sorts of different experiences. And mm -hmm. it made the project much huger than I ever imagined it would be. <laughs> everybody is going through something different but they all have this collective the, the collective thing is that we're going through something no matter mm -hmm. what it be so yeah as soon as we invited um the rest of concert choir to join in on the project i knew that it was going to be something really special and really powerful yeah i think uh, there's a technical term for that it's called Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word really yeah. it's it's when you bear the burdens of other people mm -hmm. and when you then have a heavier load with that. So I'm sure that that was a lot for you to take on yeah. because I think all of us, we, at least people like me, you know, I'm a professional problem solver and <laughs> teachers are as well. Mm -hmm. And when we know something is happening that we want to make it better, we try to fix it. And this is something that it wasn't about fixing. It wasn't about making people feel better. I hope that was a byproduct mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. a lot of times when we're able to talk about things and kind of unload a little bit, that's part of how we do feel better. But it was really just for people to express kind of what they were feeling like in the moment. I always think it would be really interesting now to go back and, you know, if you could do that same artwork every six months and see what the evolution of those Definitely. feelings is over yeah. time, it'd be really interesting. <laughs> so you got their feedback and um, turn that into a beautiful piece of art. Where does Kyle come into the picture? What, what's, what's his role in all of this? What, what happened next? Random composer. Yeah, <laughs> most composers are a little random. Aren't yeah. random. I got a call from Robin uh, and it said, Kyle, I've, I got an idea. Uh, and, and you know, that's, that's, a, that's a golden that's thing That's when he says, uh-oh. 
you had the chance to collaborate last year as the choir was gearing up for their ACDA regional mm -hmm. performance, and I had a chance to work with the students who also for that uh, project were engaged in crafting lyrics and opening their hearts to us. Uh, and it was a similar sort of idea, and, and Robin said, um, are, are, are you in? And of course, it doesn't take long for me to say, well, yes, immediately I, I, I am in. That's, that'd be the short answer. <laughs> so music composition meets visual arts meets current choir students and culminates in what is now kind of a multi-layered um, expression of all this. Where are we at with the composition and when are we going to get to hear it? Well, and I we were having a conversation earlier today, and I loved what Shelby said. Painting inspired students, inspired another painting, inspired a composition. Song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like so many layers yeah. to it. But um, so where we're at now is we've the the choir received the first draft of of the composition. Well, Shelby finished. The painting is never finished, she yeah. said. She still looks at it and, and thinks I could add just a little more. Yeah. Um, the version of the painting I received, I received a little after Thanksgiving mm -hmm. uh, in early early December. And then the composition came through later later December, early January. I think early January. Early January. And um, when we came back from winter break, the choir started rehearsing it. And so where we're at now, literally, we just finished an audio recording session this morning um, to, to lay the audio down. And we're doing a, a video project. It's going to be launched as a, as a video, um, almost video slash documentary. Mm -hmm. we're, we're covering kind of the process of how it all came together. Um, and so we, we're also doing the interview portions this afternoon. And... Um, are going to do a video shoot tomorrow and we'll see the final product in a couple weeks. You're on the circuit. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. I, I don't think I'm the only one to have noticed this painting and this project. What other kinds of attention has this gotten? Um, well, I submitted it into the Scholastic Art and Writing Awards, and um, mm. it won a regional gold medal, which was a really huge honor. That's exciting. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so it was displayed in one of um, USD's um, gallery rooms in the Fine Arts Building, and um, the the head of the art department, um, Corey Nedler, I, I mm -hmm. spoke to him because I'm, I'm attending USD, and um, he actually said that he like led one of his classes to look at the painting and analyze it and think about um, the emotion um, in painting. And another really cool platform that it's gotten attention on, um, I posted my own painting process on TikTok. Um, oh, good old TikTok. Good old TikTok. <laughs> and it actually received over 400,000 views. Um, and counting, I would guess. Yeah, and that was a really huge honor because mm -hmm. there was all sorts of positive feedback about it. People saying they found stuff they related to within it. Um, yeah, it's it's super cool to see um, the painting and the piece and the project mm -hmm. just growing and growing. Yeah, I think I think what's so unique about this, of course, is the blending of multiple artistic, um, you know, mediums and. One of the things that you always have to remember about art is it's about the interpretation of the artist, but it's also designed for others to look at it with their own view or listen to it with their own experience. We all kind of have that lens, and I think that's so true of everything that's happened over the last year with COVID, without COVID, 
Um, you know, some people have, have felt minorly affected, others have had completely life-changing versions of things that have happened, but what art does is it gives us something to respond to and something to feel and something to honor the experiences of everybody who comes in contact with our art. And that's a very beautiful gift that you've given. Sometimes it makes us uncomfortable too. And um, if you're looking for a painting that, you know, has COVID written in rainbow mm -hmm. letters with cute designs, this is not that, <laughs> is it? Tell us just a little bit about some of the things that you want people to notice when they look at the painting. What are, what are the big things that you want them to make sure that they pay attention to? The painting is inspired by students' words. It's everything that all of us are going through this past year. So that takes form in different shapes of symbolism, like um, staticky TVs, paying attention to the TV, like just a lot of people said like this past year, it just felt like endless TV static mm -hmm. in their mind. Um, there's masks lying on the ground in the painting. There's a girl sitting on a bed um, because often a lot of us have had a lack of motivation to get out of bed. There's the elephant and the donkey. There's just all this symbolism that all of us can relate to throughout the past year. Um, so I want them to just find something within the painting that they can relate to and that they really connect to. and. I'd say the biggest thing that I want them to really take notice of is in the corner, the glimmer of hope, because no matter what you're going through, things will get better. Um, you just need to be able to be vulnerable enough to open up to somebody about your experiences and try to pursue that hope. Yeah. I love the glimmer of hope, and I remember looking at that, and that was just, it's, it's, such, a, it's such a unique piece of all of the rest. I can't wait for people to see it so they know what we're talking about. Yeah. Kyle, when, when people listen, you know, taking all that was contained in that and setting it to music, what are the things that you want people to listen for when they hear the piece? Well, one of the things that, that, that's so important uh, about art is that it allows, as you mentioned earlier, the, the, the viewer or the listener to hear or see what they need to hear or see in it. And so the challenge for an artist uh, and a musician is, is to paint something and create something that allows different sort of interpretations that, that can mm -hmm. mean different things to different people. I think Shelby did that so brilliantly with, with the art that not just one perspective is coming across, that people who are in their various perspectives can feel and see mm -hmm. things. And so I was trying to uh, evoke that too musically so that um, there's angsty um, dissonance, dissonance mm -hmm. yes, and there's, there's, there's moody there'll likely be some sort of industrial noises that you're not even sure what that is, just mm. sort of this cacophony of sound in places. And so I, I wanted sort of a visceral reaction from the from the listener. But then there's also the, the beauty and the light that Shelby paints. And so I wanted to invite people to consider um, what that might be for them as well. Uh, and one of my favorite moments of, of the piece are when you've got them both together. So you're holding them in tension, the, the angsty, moody, visceralness, and then also the sort of a lovely, a beautiful light. And so the question is, which which will win out in the end? Will, will you allow one to tip towards the other? Um, don't want to spoil it for the, for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know what um, chord it ends in. Yeah, but the ending is, is pretty is pretty awesome. And, it, and the ending was was essentially designed by the students. Uh, so much of the piece has, has the students written all over. Not only did they inspire the writing uh, of the lyrics, but uh, but even the way it was executed um, in the performance was, was, was so much of the students. Yeah. Robin, you um, 
have one of the, the best parts of this because you get to be with our students every day. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things, um, contrary to what people believe about superintendents, we were actually teachers and we do love being with kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we just aren't with them every day anymore. Mm -hmm. But I've told so many people I wish they were because so much of the noise that has happened around things over the last year, and we've had one of the best versions of that here in Sioux Falls with our kids being in school all year long, but um, adults often get caught up in things, and when we go talk with kids, they're doing fine. Mm -hmm. They are a, a resilient bunch. They lean on each other. Mm -hmm. They're great listeners. They are um, about the business of going to school, and that's been a great thing to see this year is even with the, the stress and the anxiety and the things that came along with the uniqueness of this year, they've also done a great job. You get to be with them every single day. Mm -hmm. um, what are the most hopeful things that you see at this time of the year after kind of coming through this whole year? What do kids tell you? Oh, I think, I think resilience would be the word of the year. It's, it's been interesting, right? Um, we are very blessed in, in the world of the arts. And I say that constantly, not only am I blessed to be able to be around them every day, but they choose, they, they choose to come to my room every day. And some of them multiple times a day, and a lot of them, I get them for four years. It's not a, a class that they take for a year and then I never see mm -hmm. them again. But I, they, they choose to spend four years of their lives in, in, in our case in the choir room, but really in any of the arts, there is a, a like the vulnerability that Shelby has talked about and there is a, a community and a family and a, and a safe gathering place um, where I think that, that I get to view what's going on with them through a little bit different lens mm -hmm. than other adults get to. Um, and they inspire me and they give me perspective because there are, there are times that uh, this year has been rough. We've been displaced. We've been out of our classroom. We've been in an auditorium. We've been masked. We've been told not to socialize before and after rehearsals, which is, that's what it's, it's all about. It's almost impossible like, for music you, kids, you know, as when being you're, one myself. When, yeah, <laughs> when you are a part of something where yeah. the, the community is the part of it, and then you're told not to be a community. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where the challenge has been, and there there have been days that it's been really rough. And even as an adult with with life experiences and and maybe more vocabulary to describe what's going on, where I've wanted to just throw in the towel, mm -hmm. and I watch them kind of ride their roller coaster, and uh, they've inspired me. I've I've watched their trends. There have been parts of the year that they've not been okay. And, and I thought, okay, well, it's, I think we're all mirroring each other. It's okay for me not to be okay then mm -hmm. either. And the answer is we'll just, we'll talk about it and we'll open it up and we'll give each other a platform and a safe space to say, you know what, you'll, we're, we're not feeling it today, but tomorrow's going to be a better day. Um, and in those, in the feedback, that the students wrote about so vulnerably and so honestly, there was a common thread of hope mm -hmm. um, that no matter where they were at and what they were going through, that they knew that there was something better would be coming. Shelby's interpretation of that, and I don't even know if she intended it, but not only her interpretation through the painting and then Kyle picked up on it and put it in the composition is 
when we get to the section of hope musically and artistically, there's some work to be done to get there. You have to climb. You have to climb to reach the light. Um, so there's a personal accountability in that as well, in taking care of ourselves and um, watching out for ourselves to get to the other side. It doesn't just fall upon us easily. Sometimes we have to work for work to come out on the other side, but um, we've all done it and uh, there is hope. Yeah, and hopefully an incredible sense of pride and hope as we end up your senior year, Shelby, and as we end up a year of things none of us ever expected to encounter. But I think this is a perfect culmination of the beauty and the hurt and all of those things, the complicatedness of this year, all coming together in what will be a beautiful production and a way of really uh, commemorating in, in a way this year, hopefully a year that will never repeat itself, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but hope nonetheless. And so thank you for your willingness to share your art, Shelby, and your talents. And it will be so exciting to see where you go with, with this just busting at the seams talent that you have. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Kyle, for being willing to partner with our school district and with the Roosevelt program to bring this to life and to um, see it through musical ears and, and putting it all together. And Robin for having the program that has uh, students who are so willing to participate in something that I think will be very meaningful, not just even here in Sioux Falls, but um, we'll see what kind of legs it has.